0: You're availing yourselves with the powerful message provided by Wisdom Connection, the Media Ministry of Wisdom International Network Ministries, where individuals have been helped to shape their future to fulfill their God-given destinies. We pray then to in message will enable you to find fulfillment in life. Now let's receive the message. Just search the scriptures. Please don't forget to share our YouTube page and our TikTok messages, our one-minute message. Sometimes you'll be surprised. I'll be sitting down and click on one and it inspires me. Amen? Amen. So don't forget to share. It's a way of evangelizing to and exposing what God is blessing you with every Sunday. How many of you will go to a a nice restaurant and eat and enjoy the food and bring your friends there later? See, so that's how it is. When you enjoy the message, share it with people. Because the world is starving for good word, it's starving for the unadulterated word, all they hear are stories of people that think that they have this special pattern on God. Mm-hmm. Nobody has the special pattern on God. God and has endowed people with special graces to expose you to the truth that will make your life easier. Amen? If you live in darkness for a long time, when you're exposed to the light, it's funny to your eyes, right? Mm -hmm. Until your eyes gradually adjust to the light. So, don't be afraid when people are going haywire, speaking gibberish on uh, social media about the Word. I still stick to the Word and I trust that this message will help you understand the basics and the reason why you have to stick to the Word too. See, the Bible says in this last days, people shall be very, very angry, not for food, but for the true word of God. Mm -hmm. And as God has given us the grace, we want to take that challenge to bring you simple messages that can help you lay a good foundation for your life. Amen. Mm -hmm. So we're looking at Jesus' statement in uh, John chapter 5. We're talking about such the scriptures, such the scriptures. Most of us have become born again for a long time, we call ourselves children of God, but we don't feed our spirit man, we don't feed our spirits, our spirit doesn't need bread to be fed, it needs the word of God, the word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. As your physical body needs good nutrients from food to grow, the same way your strength needs a very good nutrients to grow. And the nutrients you get is not from the baking and the hot dogs, help me out, and some of the food we eat, but it's rather from the word that comes out of the mouth of God. And the Bible says that all scripture is inspired by God. It's god breath. And it's profitable for Correction for instruction and for teaching and for doctrine. So if you don't follow the word and set the scriptures, there's a tendency you come to a place and take things for granted or you allow other people to deceive you. Deception is not knowing enough to take you where you want to be. And when you find somebody who is very manipulative and very evil and have evil intentions, they can use the same word to what? To deceive you. Because you don't know the word. So look at what Jesus said in I said John 5, right? Verse mm-hmm. 39. He says that set the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they that testify of me. Those of you who believe in Jesus Christ, I'm repeating what he said. He says, say the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life. And they are they that testifies me. So Jesus is saying that even though I've come, lived, died, and resurrected and gone, you can still have me around when you do what? Search the Scriptures from Genesis to Revelation. There was a poem that ran around some few years ago. I wish I was able to memorize those poems. He talks about how Jesus is found from Genesis to Revelation. In Genesis, He was. In Exodus he was, how many of you have into that, and in this it was that, and in this it was that. You see, God always wants us to have an open mind and open heart to know that this book is not just an ordinary book. It's an instructional manual sent to us by the Creator to help us navigate this life. Mm-hmm. It is through this book that you find your purpose and your destiny in life. When we say born again... The concept of born again simply means that in Genesis, Adam derailed all the human race and we all died in God. So when the second Adam, who was Jesus Christ, came, he came to restore that pattern. God was taking the human race through, through Adam. So you were born naturally, but you need to be born again spiritually. So when you become born natural, God places you into a natural family. When you become born again spiritual, you need to be planted into a spiritual family where the focus of that family is to feed you with nutritional food to grow. Peter said, as newborn babes, desire, the key word, the underlying word, is to desire the sincere note of God's word so that you will grow. There's no wonder, no doubt, there is gimmick and circus in the house of God today, because the foundation of most churches is not the Word. Is anybody here? Yes. So God want me to take on this challenge to always make sure I emphasize on the Scriptures, because in the Scriptures we find Jesus. It's in the Scriptures we can build relationship with Him, and it's in the Scriptures. That we get enlightened to become more like him. Anybody still here? So Jesus says, Saint the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life. And they are they which the power of me. And Paul says, And ye will not come to me that ye might have life. I receive not honor from men, but I know you that ye have not of the love of God. You have not the love of God in you. Talking about the Pharisees. He says, I am come in my Father's name. Ye receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, him ye will receive. Is he prophesying to these days? People would not like a pastor who quotes scriptures a lot and try to explain, explain the scriptures for them to have clarity. to live. They want somebody who can just tell them what they wanted. That's why when you say there's a prophet here, there's miracle signs and wonders happening, people flock in that place. But it's not strange, it shouldn't be strange to you children of God. Because children of God hear God's voice. I'll say that again. It's unfortunate there are a lot of just religious people filling churches. But people who are spiritual sons and daughters of God don't change anything called God. Jesus said it this way, he said, My sheep hear my voice and the path that I lead. There's a path to eternal life. There's a path to better life. There's a path to riches. There's a path that leads people into proper prosperity. If you don't follow that path, you might be prosperous, you might be successful, but it's not the right path. Anybody still here? So Jesus is the one that holds our hand, and systematically and gradually takes us on that path into that destination he wants us to be. So I term this subject, set the scriptures, because if you don't know where he's taking you, you might follow a stranger. Mm-hmm. You have to make it a question constantly. I'm telling you, there are people in churches today who don't carry the Bible anymore. I believe in the Bible Ah, some Pastors will bash it and say that all electronic bibles are bad and evil because when you're in it, somebody will send you a testament and say, listen, if you focus focused on your discipline, you know how to switch to the scriptures and focus on the scriptures, not without, without allowing TikTok or WhatsApp to distract you. But the important thing is you have to make it your quest to Set the scriptures. Set the scriptures find out where Jesus is and where you fit in. Because in the scriptures is written about Him. And when you know Him and somebody is telling you He's just one of those religious figures you smile and laugh and not make it a point of argument. Why? Because if you know somebody you wouldn't defend them. You know they defend themselves. Amen? So He said "Set the scriptures. They were trying to argue with Him. He says that you will not follow what the scripture says, I like the 43, we have come in my Father's name and ye receive me not. If another should come or shall come in his own name, ye will follow. That's the generation in which we are. And I want to let you know that you are not exempted if you don't set the scriptures to know what God's word says and do exactly what he wants you to do mm-hmm. as he wants you to do. Because Paul cautioned Timothy about that. 2 Timothy 4. 2 Timothy chapter 4. Search the scriptures. Search the scriptures. I didn't say just read, like, do a research. Those of you who went to college, you know how to research researches. Oh, I remember when I was in college, when it comes time for me to do my research, I find an excuse. Because you have to look for different sources of information. Believe You have to look for what? Different sources of information. That's why I'm bringing you to reading the Bible is just having a general information. But searching the scriptures puts you on a a plane of knowing into details and having for a true fact what that particular subject on in the Word of God is all about. Can I say that again? I told a group of people I think four weeks ago in a graduation ceremony. That you can find every field of expertise in the Bible. You can find every field. You'd be surprised. Even this generation, uh, AI, artificial intelligence, and uh, computer and everything is in the Word of God. Can I give you one example? Mm -hmm. When the lady came to Jesus and said, No, I think the centurion, right? And he said, My servant is here. Can you pray? What did Jesus tell him? So he told Jesus, no, you don't have to come to what? To our house. But you can what? Speak the word only. Speak the word, right? Speak the word. Mm -hmm. The word goes beyond Zoom. Mm -hmm. Are you getting it so far? Mm -hmm. If it was social media, he has to be on Zoom, and the, 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 the servant will be on Zoom. That's just by the way. But what I'm trying to tell you is the Word of God answers every question we have for life. The Word of God answers every question. You have to understand the particular answer you're looking for at the particular time. So if you don't search the Scriptures, you might think what you're looking for doesn't have answers to it. But searching the Scriptures gives you an upper hand To be able to know how to apply the word of God to a situation at this particular time to get the right result. So in 2 Timothy chapter 4, Paul was questioning his son Timothy. Amen? If you dare say amen. amen. He says, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. Analyze sound doctrine. People love more stories than Doctrines established in the word of God. They will not endure. But after their own last shall they heap to themselves, teachers having what? Egy And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. Fables simple means stories. I can bet you you could go to a church filled of thousands of people and the man or the woman of God will not do anything than to tell stories just to get people's attention. I watched videos that took like two hours and all the man of God was doing was proving power to the people. Power. You don't have any power except that which is given to you by God. And let me tell you something. When you see a true man of God with the power of God over their life, there are nothing to prove to man. Mm-hmm. They are all to prove to God. Because Paul told Timothy, as the student of the word, you have to study to show yourself approved unto God. And what man that needs not to be ashamed? Rightly say, rightly. So it means that there is a wrong and a right way of dividing the word of truth. Yeah. See, the scriptures is so vast that you could turn it with other way and it still makes sense. But if you have the Spirit of God in you, God wants you to set the Scriptures to put it in the right frame of mind so when people hear you, they can save themselves. So Paul was telling Timothy, people shall have itchy ears and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall what? Be turned onto fables, fables, the love stories. And I went to this place and I prayed over this woman and they had money instantly. Money miracle is coming to you now. You see, these are stories, they're gimmicks. But when you want to teach them systematic approach to how to apply the word of God like a child, to become strong in spirit, fervent in spirit, seven the Lord. You see, you are too old testament, remember that was your young quotation, old school, old mind, old mentality, oh no, the Bible says this, but, but what? You see, when you read Hebrews 4, you can read Hebrews 4, the Bible says that the word of God is quick and powerful, and it's sharper than any two-edged sword, which means that it can cut both ways. You have negative or bad intentions and you want to use the word. You can use the word for wrong reasons. And you have good intentions and want to help people. You can use the word for good reasons. So I'm saying this to say that you have to know the word of God so well. That not everybody who say God, Jesus or the word of God or the Bible says. Is the person you're going to follow. Because the Bible says that they will be saying to me Lord, Lord. But he yeah, had his father. God doesn't need religiosity in these last days. He's looking for true sons and daughters of him to worship him. John 4 says this is the time, and now is the time that the true worshippers will worship him in spirit and in truth. So it means that he doesn't want you to be throwing cliches and jargons and christianese around. He wants you to exemplify what he came here for. To have sons and daughters who can represent Him here on earth. We're living in the greatest kingdoms of the world. Most kingdoms are crumbling. If you can look at the way things are going. Most kingdoms. I don't want to sound political. But if you see that. Wars and rumors of wars. People trying to take over other people. But the Bible wants us to understand scripture so strongly. That when these things begin to happen our faith will not be shaken. So Paul was telling Timothy, let's see that again. Verse 5, right? Verse 5 of uh, 2 Timothy 4, it says, But watch thou in all things, and your afflictions, do, do the work of an evangelist, make proof of thy ministry. So if you're a child of God, you must understand that God has called you into service. And your service can be made effective when you understand what the Word of God is saying at a particular time. And not be able to compromise because you don't know what the Word of God is saying. Anybody stop yes. It's important for you to understand. Because if Jesus has sent the scriptures, it means that it is a command you have to follow. The days you feel like really reading the storyline of a particular book. If it's Timothy, you want to read the whole of Timothy. What is Timothy all about? What is Paul trying to tell his son, Timothy? You get a general understanding. And now, when you have understood what Paul is telling Timothy, now you want to take a subject like prosperity. Is prosperity truly a subject in the Bible? Has God if he plans for his children to prosper. That is where the searching comes from. Now you're not going to depend on only one verse, but you're going to take what verses and compare them and make sense of it. Anybody still here? Remember there was a time people were talking about tithes. It's over. Tithes is in the Old Testament, and some people said no. Tithes is still the new one. And that then, 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 then. and people started well, spewing things around. Some of them went to set their scriptures to prove that it is still in existence, and some set their scriptures to prove that it's not in existence. You see, setting the scriptures gives you confidence over people who don't know the scriptures. And I told you, it's a two-edged sword. Whichever you swing it, it will work. And the consequences and the responsibility is on you who is teaching it. Because the Word of God must be taught as God wants it to be taught so that it will free people rather than it will enslave people. Can I say that again? The Word of God is supposed to free people. It's not supposed to put burden on people and make them stoop. That was what the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes those times were doing. And Jesus said, look at you. You put burdens on people that you would not make any effort to carry. Are you still here? Because if you do that, then you are now walking in the parameters of the Word. The Word of God is called the perfect law of liberty. Say it after me. The perfect law of liberty. Even though it's a law like Moses' law, it rather came to set us free than to put us in bondage. So Paul was telling Timothy, you might suffer for trying to live according to the scriptures in this morning day, mm-hmm. but it will set you free to be all that God has called you to be. Don't be among those who have itchy ears. They want to hear what they want to hear. So they go to a church and the uh, preaching is challenging them to live a higher life. And then they say, oh, I won't go to that church anymore. The pastor, the prophet, the apostle, the evangelist, it's just, you know, being too harsh. They're not being politically correct. That's, that's <laughs> not the statement they use these days. Because now you have to compromise and be nice to everybody. You have to compromise and make sure that you are, what? All-inclusive. In, in, is that how they say it? And sometimes you get confusing. Which one is all-inclusive and all-out con- conclusive? Which one is it? Amen? It gets so confusing because at the end of the day, they're trying to change that which is of God to be that which is not of God but for God to approve of it. Mm-hmm. So when you know the word of God, it sets you free to live your life. Everybody has a right to choose the kind of life they want to live and get the consequences that comes with it. Mm-hmm. That is free. So whatever you choose whatever you want to choose, I will be the judge because I'm too less to judge anybody. God is the only one who can judge somebody. But what I'm, I'm, uh, uh, my, my responsibility is, is to teach you the truth so that you can make the decision. Because every choice you make comes with a consequence, whether good or bad or indifferent. So, set the scriptures. I'm now talking to children of God. There are some unbelievers who don't read the Bible. They just put it in front of their car for protection. I haven't seen any book that protects before. They will never read your Bible. They take what they hear from the pulpit. But I'm telling you, it's not everything you hear from the pulpit, you have to take it line, hook line, and sinker. Because I'll give you an example in the Word before we go to show you the difference between two believers. Two groups of believers. The Berean believers and the Thessalonians believers. The Bereans set the scriptures to find out whether what they were taught was the truth. Were they in doubt? No. They were circumspective Christians who knows how to take the truth from its source rather than from somebody else's mouth. Although the Ephesians be circumspect. As wise and not as fool, because the days are evil. Are you in a church that everything that is said from the pulpit you take it as what Paul says, or you're the person after you've heard it from the pulpit you go back and do your research? Acts chapter 17, verse 11. You have something uh, long-winded it's because I'm doing teaching. So bear with me. Acts 17 will give you a picture of those I'm talking about. And then we'll look at the Thessalonians 2. I 17. Amen? Amen? Amen. I 17. That's my boy. I love to hear that voice. Praise God. Let God be true and every man alive. Amen? Amen? Amen. Good. So in I 17, our read from When they found them out, he drew Jason and certain brethren unto him. The rulers and the city crying, these that have turned the world upside down, I come here also. Remember there was a time that the, the, the apostles started going through persecutions, right? Yeah. And they said, they turned, I like the term, they turned the world upside down. They turned the world upside down because the dead world well, did not know about the truth about Jesus and they were carrying the message of Jesus and they were confusing the people. The people knew traditions and idol worship and all the you know, traditions they were following. But they started speaking the truth and they could not hear the truth they were bringing out. So they turned the world upside down. Whom Jason had received and these are all, these all do contrary to the decrees of Caesar, saying, that there is another king, one Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And they troubled the people and the rulers of the city that when they had these things and when they had taken security of Jason and of the other, they let them go. And the brethren immediately sent away Paul and Silas by night unto Billy. Who, coming Peter, went into the synagogue of the Jews? Now look at the Bereans in verse 11. You read with me, Ready B? And these were more noble than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness of mind and said the scriptures daily whether those things were so. So you can't deceive the Bereans. They were astute, learned people. Who will receive the word? Say receive the word. There are a lot of people who go to church who don't receive the word. When you're speaking the word of God, then they push it aside. Some get distracted. And if you don't receive the word, the word is a seed. It can be planted in your heart. But look at the Bereans. They received it. After receiving the word, they went back to research it. They sat down, took different commentaries, different types of research materials and they compared it to find out whether what they were being taught is true. Listen, in these last days, that should be an attitude of a child of God. Don't take it because an apostle said it. Don't take it because a bishop said it. Don't take it because a prophet said it. Because there are mixed multitudes in the church in these morning days. And let me tell you, we are focused and their goal is not to build the kingdom of God. Their focus and their goal is their belly. It's scriptural. They are motivated by what they will eat, what they will wear, how popular they become, and how, is them, how much apple is they going to get. So anything that will let them get that, they will use it. And the church of God is suffering because truth speakers are hiding. Those who know the word of God, They are hiding because for a long time they've done what God has called them to do and they haven't received support because people have become itchy ears. But let me tell you something. If you embark on what God has called you and you do it sincerely with the fervent spirit, God will support you. God will provide for that vision. So if you're a man of God and you're listening to me, listen, speak the truth in love. That's what the Bible says. Don't look around to see how many people are listening or watching. Somebody will listen and your souls will be saved. I shared a joke with my wife another day. I said sometimes the most painful thing about social media is when you talk, you've done all the good teaching and people should patronize and you post it and you go and only four people. That can be very deceptive, you know. Somebody watched. Who didn't watch it from the platform you put it on? Somebody listen, who did they like or share? But they listen. The Word of God is quick and powerful. Man of God, speak the truth and let it go far. Because God is looking for people who will feed His people with knowledge and understanding. So if they, not, if they are not liking and sharing, don't let that discourage you. Those days that were they were in social media, how did the Word of God go? How was he preached? I know one great man of God from the United States of America. He made tape, audio tapes. It was all in a crowd when I grew up. I listened to his tape before I met him in person. How did the word of God grow? People spoke it and it went because the word of God propagates itself. In the eyes of the apostle, the Bible says that so grew mightily the word of God and prevailed. Paul said, I recommend you to God and to the word of His grace, which is able to give you an inheritance among all those sanctified. So I said today, I'm talking to God's children. Don't follow every word. Follow the word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Because that's the only way you can build a better life for yourself and the generations after you. Now, let's we've seen the Bereans, right? They're researchers, pagan readers. They're the word. And they find out what, what they've been told was true. Let's look at the Thessalonians. In First Thessalonians 1, these are dedicated, outstanding people. So for somebody to compare something to something, then it means that they are comparable, right? You don't compare high things to lower things. Does it make sense to somebody? You compare quality things with quality things. The Bereans were compared to the Thessalonians. Now let's look at the Thessalonians. First Thessalonians 1. You could read the whole, but let's start from 2. Chapter 1. You see in verse 2, I'll read only to 10. It says, remembering without ceasing, your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ, in the sight of God and our Father. Knowing, brethren, beloved, your election of God, for your gospel came unto you in word only, but also in power and in Holy Ghost, and in much what assurance, as ye know what manner of men ye were among you for your sake. Verse 6. Ye became followers of us, and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction, with joy of the Holy Ghost, so that ye were examples of all that believed in Macedonia and Achaia. Then it says, For from you sounded out the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith took To God what is spread abroad so that we need not what to speak anything. Paul is commending these people. But you see, their faith was in the love of God and passionately doing His work. But nothing was mentioned by them searching the word. Searching the scriptures to find out what they are being told is the truth. you see how you could compare oranges with oranges? Are you guys here? Mm-hmm. How you could compare oranges with oranges and, oranges? and not oranges with bananas. They are all food, but they are not the same. See, the first scripture we read gave you an idea of how outstanding the Thessalonians were. They were of the highest talk. They believed in God. They loved each other fervently. They knew how to do evangelism and let the faith and the word of God spread abroad. But they lacked something. Searching the scriptures, which is the foundation of their faith anyway. Time will not permit me to go into details, but all I'm trying to tell you is in the kingdom of God, among God's children, you can know the difference. The difference between who are those who are just working on zeal. You know, zeal is like a child who has found a new toy. They will even let anybody touch it, they only share until what? Time elapses, and then they get tired of the toy. I know there are a lot of people, when you became born again, you had this small Bible called the Gideons. How many of you saw those Gideons? They, 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 they gave it out for free. Gideons Bible in the New Testament in your breast pocket. Every minute you get, you're reading it. People didn't have Bibles on their phones, on their tablets. They don't read it anymore. They're listening to people teaching. Yes, I approve of people teaching and you listen like I'm doing right now. But after I have taught you, Man of God, woman of God, I recommend that you go study the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Because after I've taught you, God can use the voice I've used to teach, the intelligence I've used to teach, to give you another level of understanding that can help you. Mm-hmm. Because the scriptures that will help me succeed might not help you to succeed. You need a higher revelation of that scripture either. Anyone getting anything, Because at the end of the day, I don't have it all in all. I'm still growing. I'm still maturing in the things of God. So my revelation should not end with you. It should grow with you. My understanding in the scriptures should expose you to a higher level of understanding in how you know the scriptures. Because that's how God wants it to be. If I'm successful in my life, in my career, and I give birth to children, I expect my children to be better than me. That's how we make the next generation better. And for you pastors who think that your children or your spiritual sons and daughters should not grow above you, please, give it a rest already. We are living in a whole different generation. Some of us pastors for days. Just to get a shoe to wear. Now people go on the internet and buy shoes. Give it a rest. Give it a rest. And focus on feeding them. Because your reward is not with your small local church. Your reward is in heaven with God. And no matter how you look at it, those that have accepted you as their father will stay with you. And those that will leave will leave anyway don't teach doctrines to manipulate people and to marginalize people and put them in a small box. I can't listen to people teach anymore because every message is an attempt to bring somebody under. I came to let you know that there is a way you could set yourself free. It's by searching the scriptures to find who Christ is. And where you are in Christ yeah. because if you don't know that another human being will manipulate you another human being will make you feel less than God has made you that's my quest I'm your servant son my passion is to educate equip motivate and empower you to become all that God has called you to be please share our videos We want these messages to go far and near, for people to know that there's a better way of knowing God, and it's through his son, Jesus Christ, who came to die, resurrected on the third day, and gave us opportunity for a relationship. So if you've practiced religion for a long time, that's not why he came. Jesus Christ didn't come for another religious group. He came for a spiritual family of which He wants you to be one of. If you have already accepted Him, you become born again. You are a spiritual son. That's where I wanted you to take next. Set the scriptures. Peter said, As newborn babes, desire, a desire should be created. It shouldn't be forced. Desire the sincere love of the Word that will make you grow. To know the difference between truth and falsehood. Know the difference between I'm led by the Spirit or I'm doing that to manipulate you. See, when you know this difference, you live a free Christian life. And I told you, Christianity is a culture, it's not a set of rules or regulations, it's a lifestyle. And when you begin to know what God requires of you, and you know Jesus for yourself, Nobody will tell you what to do or what not to do. Whether to pay tithes or not to pay tithes. Go to church. or church is over. You understand that if you belong to a family, you always want to join the family meetings. God bless you. This is Wisdom Connection from Wisdom International Network Ministries. God bless you.